Are you there, Dawn? It's us, Sid King and Becca Stevenson. Welcome to the Good Girls Gone Sad podcast. We are here today to answer the questions, what made you good and what makes you sad? We started this podcast to dispel the rumor that good girls go bad. Sometimes they go sad, but mostly we go wherever we want. Um, So we're here to unpack our religious drama together. Yes, we did say drama because as we all know, the best parts of religion are performative. Hi, it's Sid. Welcome to part two of Aton Levine's interview. If you have not heard part one, I urge you to go do that right now. But as for the interview, we're just going to get straight to it. So our guest this week is Aton Levine. You have seen him writing for the New York Times, hosting the show NYC is Dead, and his very popular TikTok show, Jewish or Anti-Semitic, which you're about to hear about right now. There's a lot of joy in Judaism. And like, you know, one of the things that like I've I don't know if you guys want to talk about Jewish or anti-Semitic, but like, yeah, we, totally. we do, we do. We do a live show and you can talk about that. We would love to. Actually, yeah. We had the live show last night. It was awesome. We had yeah. at the Magnet theater. This, so I did this like TikTok show called Jewish or anti-Semitic, which just like was, uh, you know, asking people if random words are Jewish or anti-Semitic, like, uh, like for instance, the Pope, did you guys think the Pope is Jewish or anti-Semitic? Anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic. I, I think, I, I think the Pope is anti-Semitic. Yeah. No, Jewish. Jewish? <laughs> old, old guy that wears sandals in a yarmulke, doesn't pay taxes? That's Very true. Man. Okay, fair enough. Fair That's enough, fair enough. I, stand right. by, I know you asked me once if HBO Max was Jewish or anti-Semitic, and we differed on it, and I stand by the fact that Jew, HBO Max is the Catholic streaming service. No. Wait, yes. why? Because it's purple, one. Catholics <laughs> love purple. Two, they're just... Okay, I want to point out, by the way, that Jews love purple also. There's a okay, I didn't know that Catholics could just, like, take purple for themselves. We have a whole month of purple. Advent's all purple. First you take all our art from the basements of Germany, and now... <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. We kind of just... HBO Max kind of just, like, siphoned stuff off, and they it doesn't exist on the platform the anymore. Sopranos is the most Jewish show in history, okay? Every dad that I grew up with in synagogue was Tony Soprano without a crime history. It is, <laughs> no, it no, is like I'm watching. Saying, I'm not saying HBO. I'm saying HBO Max is yeah. the Catholic streamer. But HBO is Jewish. HBO is Jewish and HBO Max is a Catholic streamer. Is That's HBO Max a Catholic streamer because they've been silently removing? That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Silently. We need, we need a spotlight yeah. for HBO Max. So I stand, I stand by that. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Original... HBO, OG HBO, Judaism's OG. And you know what I'm saying here, right? Oh, I know. Original HBO, Torah, HBO Max, New Testament. The New Testament, yes. Oh my God. (laughs) Sid, you figured it out. I figured it out. You cracked the code. Get some LaCroix. (laughs) (laughs) It matches my pants. What have been some of the most, like, um, what have been some of the most controversial? Not not like stirring up drama, like, Mm -hmm. not like actual, the internet takes it down controversial, but like the ones where you have said something and other people are like, no, I simply disagree. Other than Sid's Max. (laughs) Yeah, there's two. Uh, The first one is uh, medium cup of soup. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? Medium cup of soup. Medium cup of soup is... Anti-Semitic. Um, large cup of soup is Jewish. More soup, the better. Becca? I think I agree. Yeah, I'd say it's Jewish. It's too much soup. And soup doesn't carry. And then you just, what, you're just walking around with extra soup? It's not, you, you're taking home like a third of a cup of soup if you get a large because you're eating most of it at the place. And then you're just stuck with, what, a third of a cup of soup walking around? The internet did not agree with me on this. <laughs> so this has to be to-go soup. Yeah. But uh-huh. even... 
But even if you order a large at the restaurant, you're not eating the whole thing. I, I disagree. I disagree. Soup if loves soup. If you're ordering a large soup, soup is your soup is your main soup is your main course. So a large soup does. Oh, that's the problem. That's why it's not Jewish. Soup as a main is not Jewish. I guess there you go. Okay, there you go. Soup as a main is very. What about soup and a bread bowl? What do we think that? Because I feel like that's a totally different beast. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, Jews love dipping. We love dipping soup stuff. I mean, matzo ball is, I would argue, the ultimate dip. It's the ultimate. It's boiled in the soup. It's. uh, You guys have both had matzo ball, right? Oh Mm yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Miss uh, Mrs. Lander, Rachel Lander's mom, for making me shout sp- out. Sp- spinach mozz. She's like, you want spinach or plain? And I go, you know both. You know both. <laughs> yeah, I, I will. I, it feels. Well, I'll eat, babe. I don't. I don't say that to her. That's so disrespectful. Spinach mozz. Um, I have a question for you. Yes. Um, a Jewish or anti-Semitic ring lights? Hmm. Jewish. Are you Jewish? talking about the ones by your door? No, no, no. Like a ring light, like um. That is a like light an influencer. Ring. Oh, <laughs> Jewish. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so Jewish. You think I'm just going, we're not just going into stuff raw, even though I, I'm like very oily here. I, I look like, <laughs> no, Jews love lighting. We're big lighting people. Big lighting people. Yeah. We created the industry. Wait, why was I, wait, there was a reason why I was telling you about this thing. Because I'm going on, I'm doing colleges but there was a reason I was saying that there was a reason why there was a reason why I was saying that I wasn't just pivoting to the TikTok thing. Anyways. Oh, okay. What did you ask before we got on this tangent? Uh, we were talking about soup. No, <laughs> we, we were somewhere before that. Too. Wait, um, what, wait, are we bringing back soup back up? Can we talk more about soup? Um, we're talking about matzo balls. Um, well, I do have a question that's still related. Yeah. I'm curious, like, because I feel like this suddenly kind of, I mean, obviously it did really well on TikTok, so you wanted to do more of it. But like, what made you decide that like part of your comedy brand is like around Judaism and like mm-hmm. talking about your... Yeah. Um, first of all, just because like, you can't escape it. What? I said, that's a much better question than ring light. It's <laughs> 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 like... I was like, thanks for the, th- thanks for making this insightful instead of just we big lighting people. What yeah, is yeah, yeah. Because obviously yeah, it's no. like you want to talk about your experience. And mm-hmm. so that's like, that makes sense because that's your experience. But it's like, I don't know. I feel like especially in the past, like what, six months, that's become so big and so like tied to your brand, which I think is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd always been doing like more... I, I do obviously a lot of like Jewish stuff and Jewish jokes um, because that's the thing, I'm, that's the upbringing. That's like the thing I know. Mm-hmm. Um, I try, so I get like a lot of like synagogues and JCCs and now I'm like doing a bunch of Hillel and Chabad houses, which are like the college house, like the Jewish college groups. Um, so like it is, so part of this is that that is like where the money is, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but also it's like, in it's in me like when I'm writing jokes it's being filtered through my life experience and I think that there is like a thing there's always a worry about being corny or about being about turning into like a character of something so as much as like the TikTok stuff is like great I have been slowly doing like a little bit less of Jewish anti-Semitic stuff specifically because like you know I don't want that Jewish anti-Semitic to be like the thing forever Mm -hmm. someone one time said something I don't remember who I don't remember if I just read this as like a on as a tweet or whatever but like 
if you do jokes that are like the you're the only one that could do that joke it's like not hack so when i'm like doing these these jokes like as much as they're about you know jewish stuff i'm making sure that i feel good about that joke that i don't feel the joke is just going on stage and being like you know like my bubby ate a kugel on shabbos you know like it there has to be like heft and and thought and meaning behind it uh now that I'm doing like these, uh, these college shows, uh, I'm making sure that like the material and um, yeah, just like the, the show itself, like includes one that the, that the material is like, you know, good and stuff like that. But also it includes like talking about anti-Semitism and like a way, like I'm not afraid to talk about anti-Semitism. I have a lot of jokes that are about anti-Semitism about the Holocaust, you know, about like my personal uh, relationship with those things. Um, and I'm making sure that with this platform to, uh, you know, not just do Jewish jokes, but do Jewish jokes with, with like heft and, and weight behind uh -huh. them. I mean, it's, it's been, I've never really experienced anti-Semitism until I started becoming big on TikTok. Like that is, and big is a wrong term. It started gaining a- Right, a right. Term. Yeah, I was wondering like what the response has been. I was assuming like, it just seems like anti-Semitism is on the rise. That's also like it never went away. So- the First off, anti-Semitism is on the rise, you know, as much as I think that one, I feel safe. I think that they need to point out is that as much as it's like anti-Semitism is on the rise, mm -hmm. I think sometimes the community forgets that ultimately we are safe and compared to other marginalized groups, like we're in a good position. That being said, it's definitely a scarier time to be Jewish than it has been in previous years, uh, just because of like straight up statistics and like, yeah, it's just like a fact. Uh, whenever you know replacement theory and stuff like that it, as much as it's like the blacks are here to take our jobs it's like they were sent by the jews to take you know so we are like always awkwardly tied in um to this stuff i uh, i personally have really never experienced any direct anti-semitism and then the comments in the stuff that i was posting start you know i it's there like you know it's not overwhelming uh you know it's not more than like a comment or two every other day but i get called kike a lot on uh on the on in my comment uh thread which is weird because i i don't know that we use that term anymore like <laughs> yeah. i've been i've been sitting on this bad boy for years yeah. <laughs> it feels like being heckled by nixon like i don't know like, <laughs> It's like being called a whippersnapper. It's like not a, it's like a weird thing. Yeah. Um, I, I guess swastika is a lot, which is like crazy to me because like, um, there's no emoji. There's no like right. swastika emoji. So you have to like go in the back end and kind of like make your own sticker. Oh no. And I think that there's nothing more cowardly than just being like, fuck the Jews. I'm going to learn JavaScript. Like, <laughs> and so I get swastikas. A lot of uh, uh, people write like Jass the Goose, which is gas the Jews. I'll get comments from people that are like, that who have the name Shlomo Kikenberg uh, as their name. or uh, uh, So that's like one element to this. Uh, and TikTok does a very bad job at pleasing that. The other element to this, which I really don't appreciate, is that and I'm going to say this, I'm going to try to say this as clear and as apolitical as possible. I get a lot of free Palestine comments on videos and I, we're not talking about Israel on any of these videos. And I personally get very angry at the fact that 
the concept of, Pal of Palestinians is being appropriated by anti-Semites to, uh, you know, to, uh, to hate speech, my, my uh, comment threads. Palestine and Palestinian are the only words that I've had to uh, uh, filter. And the only reason why is because, like, if you want to put kike, a swastika, whatever, like, that's fine because that's my thing. Like, you can say it, uh, but I don't like how people are just, like, writing, like, free Palestine on videos about rainbow bagels and stuff. Because I think yeah. that that is, like, so insincere and I think that it hurts um it hurts the arguments on uh, on their side and, and you know it also i think gives the people that are militantly pro-israel an ability to be like look how look how bad it is you know like even though random comments like this are just not the the case at all so it, it's the only the only words i've had to bleep out are those words just because i think that it does nothing but exacerbate a problem uh that doesn't need to be exacerbated mm -hmm. wow <laughs> yeah it's weird. It's weird. It's, no, but it's it's crazy. But like all of a sudden, I have to deal with deal with this yeah. stuff. Like it, this has been a, a role that I didn't anticipate uh, playing, but here I am. Rock me like a hurricane. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wicked! The musical Jewish or anti-Semitic? Mm. Anti-Semitic witches. Mm-hmm. Oh. I feel like they've been. I feel like Jews and witches have been tied too long together, and. Uh, you know, at the Jewish or anti-Semitic show we had yesterday, uh, you brought up that Harry Potter is obviously anti-Semitic, but not because of the goblins, but because one time someone asked J.K. Rowling on Twitter, they were like, J.K. Rowling, I'm Jewish. Are there any Jews at Hogwarts? And she just answered back, uh, yeah, Anthony Goldstein, Ravenclaw. Yep. She just like <laughs> named a Jewish kid. I was like, of course there are Jews there, even though this is the most Catholic, we fucking celebrate Christmas. <laughs> If, um, if it's Jewish, then where is the menorah? I don't see a single menorah during all the December Christmas scenes, JK. No, truly, out of seven books, there is one. He is in Dumbledore's army. So good for Anthony. I'm Israel Chai. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So um, next segment, we would like to know if you would like to and enter anything into the good girl glossary, which is the definitive list of people, places, and things that make up a good girl. Yeah, so, go for it. My good girl entry would be getting onto this podcast. I, you know, you guys asked me uh, if there was anything off topic, like sex, for instance. And uh, then you guys also told me that as much as you've had to use this as a precursor, you know, this question of making sure that you guys don't talk about sex too much you guys have only talked about sex once and that one time was talking about how no one was having sex on this podcast so i would say having a podcast fearing you're going to talk about sex enough to make it part of the warnings before coming on the podcast even though it's the most asexual podcast alive would be adding to the good girl glossary I love it. We've never had a meta edition. <laughs> well, the thing is, we also have to say it in unison to add it. So now we have to say that in unison. Go. So let's see. Let's see. Let's do our best. Are you ready? Okay. <gasps> Having a podcast, podcast where, where we, we ask <laughs> if anything is off limits, especially, especially sex, 
and then <laughs> never talking bring up sex except, except the one time when we said, said no was just having sex. sex. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's the glossary. That's beautiful. Incredible. That well, the best thing is that like we really do like we bring it up as like we want to be sensitive. We don't want to talk about anything that makes you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And it's like do we ever talk about anything that makes anyone uncomfortable? Only ourselves. <laughs> only yeah, only yeah, make yeah, ourselves yeah. uncomfortable. It's very we selfish. only ever edit out things that we've said that we're like, you know what? Actually, I don't know that my father will appreciate that I yeah. said that thing. That's, I mean, that's a very Catholic way of going about this. Very like a uh, Christian passive aggression, I would say, is being it being like, hey, like, how can I make you more comfortable? But then also knowing that the answer is just to make your life better. <laughs> well, the, <laughs> there's like specifically we had I think in one episode we like tried to talk about birth control and then we all like all three were looking at each other like can we talk about birth control like even not with me. each other I'm not Catholic I'm allowed to take birth control <laughs> um, are, you, are you allowed to take birth control yeah I'm a Methodist so, we don't I mean, have issues with that are you uh no I mean I, I as Catholics no um Catholics we, don't take birth control no it's a whole thing about like repopulation basically anything like Sex is only for procreation in the eyes of the Catholic church. So if you are having sex outside of the possibility for children, that is, this is what they said at my Catholic school. Contraception is putting a condom over the mouth of God. His seed cannot spread. Over the mouth. That's not how condom. Wait, who's getting a condom blow job? Here's the thing. Is God a fucking Amsterdam prostitute? <laughs> oh no. No. See, that's what they now do. We're talking about sex and now we're uncomfortable. <laughs> oh no, I've done it. <laughs> I, I think the bigger thing is nobody wants us to talk about sex. Like, <laughs> like oh, you know, I I feel like that because people are always like, wow, female comedians are so raunchy. And then they see me and Sid and they're like, why are you guys like the way that you are? And I'm like, because nobody even wants to hear me say a curse word. Like no. nobody. They look at me and they're like, no, what are you even doing up on a stage? And I have to like, we have to tap dance. That was like that woman in Asheville who was like, keep your set clean. And I go, I say fucking penis. And she goes, that's a clean set. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, this is... Your skins are too clean. You got to have a little gruff on you in order to stop showering. That is actually the first time we ever met each other was like the thing the first time we met you a time remember we had that whole long conversation about legally blonde in the book of mormon and you said you two are the most showered comedians in new york comedy yes. and um you said even if you haven't showered that day you're, you're still, still very showered showered i, I ran into h on the train yesterday and he went you look showered and i was like yes <laughs> you also said um that we were the most abductable <laughs> yes <laughs> I've been, I've actually realized I've been saying this to a lot of women lately. I should point like, that oh, out. Do I want to abduct a woman? <laughs> I, listen, God. no, I just clock them. I know where they are. <laughs> and wherever you got my eyes on those of you who could be kidnapped. Okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> we have um, the, our final segment for you today is um, we, we create a game uniquely for um, each of our guests. And so the name of your game is Jewish or animated? Um, oh, animated. So, oh, could you? Do you mind? Do you mind saying it for us? Yeah. Um, so Jewish maybe, or animated? Exactly. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, we needed you to say it in your um, big Aton voice. So um, I'm just gonna name two characters from the same movie or TV show that is animated. You have to tell me which one is Jewish. Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, are you ready? 
Okay. Yes. Shrek or Lord Farquaad? Shrek is Jewish. Come on. Shrek, yeah. is, Shrek is canonically Jewish. And we've talked about this before on the podcast. I talk all the time about how Shrek is Jewish. Shrek is Jewish and Shrek is hot. These are the two things about Shrek. In fact, <laughs> you can actually tell that Shrek is Jewish because he's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with the original source material being an allegory for the Jewish experience. It has no. everything to do with how he is sexy. He's a very sexy he's blowing man. blowing backs out. That's how he's Jewish. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> yes, Look, this is the most we've talked. This is the most you guys have ever talked about sex on this podcast. I'm honored. Did you yeah. see our little red faces? <laughs> Caroline didn't talk about sex on, on the pod? I'm covering up my whole body. No, we don't. And we should. Um, And we don't. We, do, we don't. And we should. Every, every time Sid uploads it, she makes it explicit just in case. And it's like, it, we're probably never explicit. Maybe no. once or twice. But it's yeah. like, we would hate to get in trouble for saying something explicit. <laughs> yeah. So we might as well just... But Caroline didn't say anything sex sexy? What, sex? Uh, what are you trying to say about Caroline? She's fucking barstool. All the barstool stuff. Not a barstool she at the still... time. No, we actually oh. had, a, we had a whole conversation about the Gardasil shot. Do you know about Gardasil? For HPV or it's a shot like women get for HPV. Is it just for women or is it for? No, there was a whole campaign about how it should be for men right. as well. Um, but yeah. basically there was a thing um, in a lot of communities, like religious communities that was like, if you get it, like you only get HPV from sex, obviously. So if you're vaccinating your children against HPV and giving them the Gardasil shot, that means your children are sexy little heathens. And yeah. um, so that was like a, we talked that about how- Devastating heathens. We talked about how- that, that was like probably the closest we've had to like a very candid discussion about sex. And we really opened up about how none of us super knew what HPV was. No. And that was, um, I think, alarming to some listeners. And then we also <laughs> we talked about how we, um, well, normally when we open our live show, we go, thanks for coming. We never did. Um, Sid says it because I, I couldn't do it. And that we, we've talked because about that's that. That's it. Remy uh, Casimir has a whole podcast. Yeah. Yes. I've listened yeah. to it. I have like a weird knowledge of like, the sex toy universe because of the AVN stuff where like we didn't even talk all these about moderators about stuff. how you have an AVN award which is a porn award for people who don't know because two AVN awards um I remember you were like I have an AVN and I said a bird an <laughs> avian <laughs> an avian I don't know, like, is that like a CPA like <laughs> oh you're a casting I, agent very cool <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah I have an accounting degree um, why do you have AVNs? Do you want to share with the class? Oh, I wrote Hamilton, the Hamilton porn parody that got made <laughs> uh, by Wood Rocket Studios and Pornhub. It's online right now. Uh-huh. You can go watch it. Is but it- I, but in the process, I became friends with a lot of like adult work, uh, actresses. I don't know what the- Film I think stars. That's- yeah, film stars. Yeah. Whatever, they're all fucking millionaires now. There's no shame in any of this. We're in a past- They're both form- fucking millionaires and them- they themselves are fucking millionaires. Wow. Sid. Look at Sid. Everyone look at Sid. One time, two F-bombs, one sentence. Here we go. Five rounds, one Sid. We are explicit. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to earn our explicit rating today. Ooh la la. Uh, But yeah, I I met a bunch and they were all like doing okay in in, uh, adult film acting. And then Mm -hmm. the pandemic happened and OnlyFans turned them all into gazillionaires. So Uh, but yeah, so I really, I know a lot about sex toys in the weirdest, in a very, uh, businessy way. <laughs> the business of sex toys. Okay. Yeah, Want to number two? Because I think it's funny that if we are the second one we do right now after talking about sex toys. Yes. Yeah. Um, is Kim possible or Ron stoppable? Which one's Jewish? 
Oh my God. It's not, it's not Ron because he is like very gingery. I think it's gotta be Kim. Kim's got nice Ashkenazi hair, thick. She's got a thick Ashkenazi mane. She is always escaping trouble. And Mm -hmm. let's be honest about something that my people are known for is we're constantly dipping and dodging and ducking and diving. (laughs) Uh, And all Jews have their own theme song. Do you know one of my best friends uh, played Shigo in the in the movie, the live action movie? No, no. Yeah. there's a live action movie. There yeah. is. Um, the the costume they put poor Kim in is one of the worst pieces of costume history of of a live of bad. It's bad. Um, Wait, I want to go back to our takeaways, which are yes, J- all Jews are sexy, and uh-huh. all Jews have have their own, own theme, theme song. song. Important yeah. to remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, those are the two things. So it's interesting because you're wrong. And <laughs> what? But yeah. you had good reasons. You had really good reasons. Um, one, you said it's because he's too ginger. Kim is the ginger. He has blonde hair, but he also like wears a, um, it's called a kippa, right? He wears a kippa? Yeah. I think like there might be an episode where he like has a bat mitzvah, bar mitzvah. I always get that wrong and I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. Wait, looking at him right now, he looks Aryan. Okay. <laughs> he's an only child he's and he's Jewish. Oh. Mm-hmm. he's very canonically jewish it's not like inferred implied sorry it's not implied he's jewish. i feel like there was like a hanukkah episode. there's like yeah there's um a- also the first question that comes up when you search ron stoppable jewish is is ron stoppable rich <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this anti-semitic <laughs> shit and the chicago jewish news wrote about it He's the only character with a religious background and his name is Ron Stoppable and he's known for being a dorky little loser. You've got to be fucking kidding me, Disney. Disney, of all places, with your Adolf Hitler mustache on your co-founder, this the amount of persecution that I see every day. How dare. Wait, was he played by someone who's Jewish or no? Great he probably question. played by Harvey Firestein. <laughs> <laughs> Oh okay, the naked mole rap is really iconic, though. Will Friedel. Yeah, but he's not Jewish. That looks like no one way. Not- from Even Stevens? Not from Even Stevens. Um, Boy Meets World. World. Mole isn't Jewish. It is one large lack of circumcision is what he looks like. He's from Hartford, Connecticut. I doubt that he's Jewish. You never know. Um, did you know the guy who played Eric Matthew is also Ron Stoppable? Eric Matthews in Boy Meets World. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well- Wait, there's no way that that guy's Jewish. I'm, I do not think he is. He doesn't seem to be. Wow. Or else they've decided to leave it out of his Wikipedia, Wikipedia page. You know, you Person. just, you see it every day. You really do. He dated Jennifer Love's, Jennifer Love Hewitt. I can't believe Ron Stoffel is Jewish. That is an actual, that's not a great that's look. A discovery. I, I had the biggest crush on Ron Stoffel. I think you're projecting that Ron Stoppable is an unattractive, like little nerd, dumb man. I think so, you're projecting. He didn't say he was dumb. Oh. <laughs> His brain is the only thing that Ron's got going for him. He's a computer dude. No, no, no. Who are the guys the that you had crushes on in the animated universe, Sid? Who are the other guys that had crushes on the animated yeah. universe? Rudy from Chalk Zone. I was obsessed with him. Wait, who? Rudy's got the chalk, the chalk, the chalk, chalk zone. Um, the guy from Foster's Home for Imaginated Friends, for Hot Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. I've never even seen any of these references. <sighs> I watched it's a lot baby? of television. Rudy from, Sorry? Rudy from Chalk Zone? <laughs> oh That's a God. full-on baby. <laughs> when I was a child. 
Oh, these were these weren't new crushes. No, no, they're not new crushes. Oh, I'm talking about new. When when you had a, a crush on Ron, who were you, who else were you crushing on? The Chalk Zone kid. Yeah, probably. Um, I think there's a age Rudy, difference. Between Rudy, Rudy had this piece of chalk, and he could escape into a fantasy world with just his best friend. And that I was like, that's so cool. What show is that? Um, Chalk Zone. I've never heard of this in my life. Um, it's about this guy with a piece of chalk. <laughs> that um he can go into he like draws a big circle and steps into the chalk world which is like all drawn dr strange does the same thing yes with the ring i will say this premise is kind of ringing a bell for me Mm -hmm. um my one cartoon crush which nobody asked because i seem too normal to have had one um is shang mulan oh i was obsessed with shang from mulan he's so hot he's a person and he was a little bit mean which i was very into fair enough mr mulan right that's the guy yeah. Yeah. Well, we've also talked about um, on this podcast that my first celebrity crush was Archibald the Asparagus from Veggie Tales. What is your familiarity with Veggie Tales? <laughs> oh, I love Veggie Tales. He's British. Every, every, because we had, we didn't have like our version of Veggie Tales, but we did have those like crazy Jewishy, like growing up, like ultra religious. There was like Uncle Moishi in the midst of a men. Schlock Rock. Do we ever talk about Schlock Rock? No, no, we have not. Okay, Schlockrock was this band uh, that they would do covers of secular songs, but they would make them Jewish. So, like, literally any song from like the '90s and 2000s and '80s, honestly, like uh, "Wash the Walk This Way," you know, "Walk This Way." Yes, was about washing your hands before eating bread. It was called "Wash This Way." (laughs) Uh, uh, Just fill up the cup. uh, call me Al, you know, call me Al. Yes. Uh, they had a song called Call Me Michal, which is about someone uh, who wants to be called by her Hebrew name. Uh, uh-huh. There was, I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, 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 okay, okay. Under the Boardwalk. Remember Under yes. the Boardwalk? Well, their version was Under the Chuppah. I knew it was going to be Chuppah. She will drink the wine under <laughs> the Chuppah. You still with beggars. She will walk seven times. Wait, is Weird Al Jewish? I was going to say Jewish. No, not Jewish. Like not Jewish. Or some shit. Yeah, not Jewish. Interesting. Anyways, Interesting. that was, Schlockrock was great. Schlockrock then also, there was another, they had a song uh, that was called Minion Man, which was about uh, a, a dude who went into Alabama and it's a Jewish guy, and it was like Friday right before Shabbos, and then he had to get off the bus because he couldn't travel on Shabbos. So he's walking around Mobile, Alabama, and all of a sudden he sees like a couple other Jews, and he's like, "Oh, like are you guys Jewish?" And they're like, "Yes." Do you know what a minion is? I mean, well, you have to have ten people to pray. You have to. It's called a minion. You have to have ten. Okay, no, I didn't know pray. that. So the song is about how this town in in Mobile, Alabama, had nine, had ten Jews, and then one guy died. And then they only had nine Jews. And then this guy showed up and they're like, you're our minion man. Wow. <laughs> like, wow. Uh, uh, so there's like, you know, there's like corny ish Jewish. There was one, there's uh, one song that I grew up with uh, called uh, uh, Death Man in the Stiebel. And a Stiebel is like an old timey like synagogue, right? Mm-hmm. And the premise for this song is that there's a deaf man in the Stiebel who shows up every week for prayers. And his son is the Chazan, the cantor. So the son is the deaf guy. Uh, the deaf guy's son is in charge of being the cantor for the for the synagogue. So one time it's Yom Kippur, which is our holiest day of, re- of repenting, mm-hmm. and the the uh, <clears throat> deaf the 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 cantor shows up late, like right before synagogue, and everyone's like, "Why are you late?" And he's like, "Don't worry about it. Like let's just pray." 
And then they pray and it's a really good service. And everyone's like, wow, that cantor blew it out of the park. That was amazing. The rabbi is like, wow, like you did so well. Why did you do so well tonight? And he goes, you know, my dad, the deaf guy, well, he just died. And this is the first time that my father has been able to hear me pray. And I'm like, wow, great wow. song, right? Well, Years later, I am listening on the radio and a song starts playing called Blind Guy in the Bleachers. Oh no. Set to the same exact tune as Death Man in the Stiebel. And apparently there was a song years ago about a blind guy whose son was on the football team and the son shows up one day and has the game of his life. And they were like, why did you play so well? And he was like, you know, my dad, the blind guy, well, he died today. And this is the first time my dad seen me play. And I remember thinking, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Oh my gosh. This is a ripoff. Wait, so what came first, the chicken or the egg? The blind guy, right? The blind guy came the blind first. Guy first. I went through years thinking this was a beautiful story that had happened probably in like ancient Helm or, you know, Vishnitz, you know, right before the, the onset it was of like- the- a modern Christian rock song. Yeah. <laughs> CCM. It's like Christmas shoes for yeah. Jews. That's Christmas. so funny. Christmas yeah. shoes. Okay. Are you ready for your next one? Yes. Kronk or Yzma from Emperor's New Groove? Wait, which one was Yzma? Yzma is like the evil lady and Kronk is her sidekick. She's pull the lever. Pull the lever. Kronk played by Eartha Kit. Okay. I like Eartha Kit. Yeah, I'll go with Jew. Eartha is the Jewish one there. It's actually Kronk. Really? Jewish, yes. Um, Another so, sexy character. Yeah, he's very sexy. Um, so yeah. the thing, okay, we, I know you're about to look it up and let me tell you what's about to happen when you look this up. In the movies, in all, like there's a movie, a, another movie, and then like a animated TV show, he's never referred to as Jewish. But Disney, the corporation, yes, has taken yeah. Kronk on as like this Jewish hero and they like every year around Hanukkah they're like like here's a hot like a hollow recipe brought to you by Kronk our in-house he wears a yarmulke Jewish chef and no but he wears a little hat um that is to matches Yzma's or something like that whoa but I guess they are What's now the they retconned it they have retconned Kronk into being Jewish but Disney themselves is like yeah Kronk's Jewish what are you guys talking about Wait, another fun fact about Kronk is that Kronk was played by Patrick Warburton. Warburton, yeah. Warburton, who is the uncle of (laughs) a bachelorette contestant, Zach Shawcross, who is not the one who's Jewish. No. There's a Jewish... Okay, but I will say, it feels like you did just play a bunch of Jewish geography with between Kronk so you really like, did so yeah. true you really did played by Patrick Warburton and his nephew is on The Bachelor <laughs> <laughs> and he went to camp no I'm just kidding <laughs> okay next okay next is Chunky mm. I can't read today Chunky Finster or Tommy Pickles from Rugrats oh Tommy's Jewish yeah, Tommy's Jewish. Tommy. I'll one up this I'll, you ready for this? First of all, Tommy is Jewish. Also, family, like, Pickles family. And a woman. Jewish. What? Tommy's a woman. Tommy is a woman. Thank what? you. No. Tommy's played by a woman. Yeah. Oh, I was like, oh, no, no, like, no. there's no, they, I yeah. meant, like, I thought you meant like in all grown up, Tommy comes out as trans. And I was like, I missed that. No, <laughs> uh, no Tommy comes out. First of all, Tommy comes out as hot. In <laughs> all grown up. Which I, again, I, had, I had a crush on all of that. Those were my cartoon crushes, all of them and all grown up and the, and everybody on Total Drama Island. Okay, keep going. Uh, I, this is my theory on it. So you know how obviously uh, what's it, Boris and uh, Minka 
they were obviously Holocaust survivors, the grandparents, mm -hmm. yeah. parents, the grandparents clearly were from the Holocaust. And there's a plot line about how Stu's father was in World War II. Like he tripped over a sleeping bag and twisted an ankle. And that's why he got just like uh, honorably discharged. Mm -hmm. uh, and I like to think that the crossover of this is that his father, so Grandpa Lou was involved in the liberation of Auschwitz-Birkenau. Mm -hmm. And that is where Boris and Minka were held as, uh, you know, in a concentration camp. And uh, uh, Grandpa Joe was involved in the liberation of that, uh, of that uh, camp. And then years later, Stu and Didi met at a Shoah Foundation fundraiser mm -hmm. where uh, they had this shared history. And, uh, you know, this is beautiful. I, I, think you should write, I think you should write a prequel. You should absolutely write a prequel. Oh, no, there is. There's a new Rugrats show already on Paramount Plus. Really? And we yeah. cannot talk ill of it. Well, mine would be a prequel that happens in the 40s, like the, like the way that X-Men started. Yeah. X-Men, the first X-Men movie opens up in Auschwitz. A lot of people- Oh, forget. yeah. Yeah. It's like, because that was definitely necessary. We need, we need every yeah. piece of media needs to be like 9-11 happened and we know it and the Holocaust happened and we know it. Okay. Yeah, now that's out of the way, let's do Sophia the First on Disney Channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have a joke about how like uh, they, the Holocaust happens in X-Men. They could have also just like- not had the Holocaust happen. Like it is very, they yeah, wrote they, it. They could have, like the pitch for that was like, there's a world where people fly and there's a guy with swords for arms. Uh, but don't worry though, 6 million Jews still are dead, uh, <laughs> taken from their homes. I'm not crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta keep it historically accurate. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, are you ready for your next one? Yes. Kyle Broflosky or Eric Kurtman from South Park? Uh, Kyle's. No, sorry, Eric. Yeah, Kyle's Jewish. Kyle's Jewish. Eric. Eric is an anti-Semite. I mean, Eric impersonates Hitler a bunch. Eric, like, he's in the comedic, the comedic way. This is a kid that tends to uh, relate to dictators, fascist dictators who have been charged for who have uh, been in, in charge of atrocities. Mm -hmm. Not unlike uh, Trump. Cartman, in a weird way, was a you know was Trumpy. For, for years. Yeah, yes. I never really watched it. I watched the movie um, and I hated it. I liked the Brian Boitano song and that's really what I can offer Brian you. Boitano, dude. Maybe kick an ass or two. That's what Brian Boitano do. I want this bitch out of me. You know, Brian Boitano, <laughs> he was an Olympic figure skater. Oh. And for some reason, like they, in the South Park movie, they have loved him and they just picked him as a person to like a person to love wow. um but yeah who wrote those the creator of South Park wrote Book of Mormon you don't know then, who Brian Boitano is I don't think so I pretty much only knew because of the song oh you didn't know because you but I you was obsessed like with big figure skating girlies I am a big figure skating girly yeah is he before my time yeah do you know who Scott Hamilton is yeah okay he was like Scott Hamilton time, I think. But Scott Hamilton is a current announcer. Yeah, he's a current announcer. I mostly know about Scott Hamilton because he was in this um, very bizarre VHS tape that we had of a, like Snowden on ice, you know, the- Edward Snowden on ice. Edward Snowden on ice. You know, the like, just kind of like jolly snowman, Snowden, um, who has like a wife. Uh, they did a uh, filmed, it's not even a pro shot of like a figure skating show. They just- produced it exclusively to be filmed. Um, and Scott Hamilton does a backflip in it. And it is a very important piece of media to young Sid. Okay, wow. um, you got that right, you're ready. Yes. The next one. 
Okay, this next one, Krusty the Clown or Mo Sislak? Sislak, yeah. Krusty is. Krusty's father is is a, a, literally, I mean, also, like, his father was a rabbi. Uh, His father was angry that he didn't join the rabbinate. The the parents came from from Europe. Mm -hmm. Rabbi Rabbi Christopolis or whatever his name. What? Krusty, what is the full Krusty Krem? Christopolis? Krustovsky, sorry. His full name is Herschel Schmoikel Pinchas Yerucham Krustovsky. Wow. You know that? Yeah, I didn't. And I'm, I, I didn't. But now I do. And thank you for sharing. No, it's uh, he's part of our lineage, you know. That's um, very impressed. I'm really impressed with your deep knowledge on all of these, except for- you know all, listen, if you grew up Jewy, you know all this stuff. I feel like you're just trying to be like, Ron Stoppable is fine. <laughs> I know all the other- Ron Stoppable thing, I do want, I think I may make a video on that. Daphne Blake or Velma Dinkley from Scooby-Doo? Daphne Blake or who is Velma? What's her last name? Dinkley. I never knew they had last names. I'm going to be honest. I never heard their last names. Hinkley. Dinkley. D-I-N-K-L-E-Y. Velma or Daphne? Mm-hmm. Man, the issue that's throwing me off is that these are the most guyish names <laughs> I've ever heard in my entire life. I mean, it's got to be Velma, right? Trick question. Both of them. Really? Yeah. Oh, good job, us. <laughs> what, yeah. a, what an overreach on the creators. <laughs> that does not like attract for well, how many Jews there are in the world. Right. I will say, well, I mean, if they live in the same town, maybe they're like, that's how they were friends. You know, they met at Hebrew school. <laughs> I'm glad we said Hebrew school at the same time. But also, so um, it does depend on which like iteration of Scooby-Doo you're watching. Sometimes yeah. it's only one, sometimes it's both. And sometimes it never gets brought up and Thelma just says, oy vey. And they're like, oh. So all of the women in Scooby-Doo are Jewish? <laughs> yeah, depending. Do your own research on it, but um, Daphne Blake is half Scottish, half Jewish. Um, and Velma, it, they, I didn't get, I couldn't find too much on it, but I would like- That, to- means, that, Daph- that means that Daphne's parents had their name chopped in half after they got to Ellis Island. Yes. Her name was Blakeowski, Blakeowitz. <laughs> and then they got to Ellis Island and they were like, <laughs> We come from potato farm in Vishnitz. My name is Minka. Blakowski. And they're like, your name is Michelle Blake. Next. <laughs> Welcome to America. Welcome to America. Well, that was the end of the game. Congratulations. Great job. You did really well, um, except for Ron. <laughs> but a lot of extra I like to think that media of, failed a lot, us. A lot of extra credit earned. A lot of extra credit earned as... Um, Becca mentioned you did really well, and I, I mean, we we all learned something. Yeah, um, I mean, what I, the only ones I will say, I think the only ones I got wrong were the fact that Kronk was later made Jewish. Yeah, he's retconned. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they converted him after the fact, and <laughs> uh, Ron Stoppable being Jewish is a hate crime against uh, stereotypes. <laughs> hate crime. Perpetuate stereotypes against my people. Yeah. Um, okay, so the final thing we have to do now, we just like to say we passed the offertory plate. So is there anything you would like to plug? Oh my God, yeah. Uh, plug yeah, City over here. TikTok, my Instagram. Uh, you know. And those handles are? Oh, eight on the goalie, E-I-T-A-N-T-H-E-G-O-A-L-I-E. Eight on the goalie, check that out. Uh, the TikTok is still popping and rocking. Uh, and yeah, believe in yourselves and in the word of the Lord, mm-hmm. as it is written from on high. Amen.
Amen. Amen. Um, Becca? Yes, um, you can follow me on TikTok or Twitter at the real underscore Becca or Instagram at the Becca Stevenson. You can follow me, Sid King, at Sid period, the period King on Instagram and TikTok. Also follow me on Letterboxd. Yesterday I saw 3,000 Years of Longing and I didn't like it. And everyone on everyone is saying that they loved it and it's a masterpiece and I'm legitimately confused. So please come, someone talk to me about that. Um, you can, can, I, can I be honest, by the way, about, so yesterday I ran into Sid on the subway and you said you were going to 3,000 Years of, of Longing. Yes. Um, I only knew that the term, that the, the movie had the word 3,000 Years of and you were wearing a mask. So I thought you said blogging. And I went all day until now thinking that the name of the movie was 3,000 Years of Blogging. It's longing? It's longing. Got it. That makes way more sense than 3,000 Years of Blogging. The blogging started with hieroglyphic. And yeah, the original (laughs) blogging. Honestly, that movie, yeah, that's that's good fun you can follow us the good girls gone sad at good girls gone sad on tiktok and instagram you can email us at goodgirlsgonesad at gmail.com we are always taking submissions to the good girl glossary so um send us a voice note send us a text send us an email instagram dm and we will in- probably include it in an upcoming episode unless you say something really mean say, unless it's bad unless it's bad <laughs> and mean um and we would also like to thank our best friend DJ skip to my Luke. You can find him at skip to my Luke underscore um, for making our incredible intro and outro music. <laughs> that was so good. Wow. Thank you so much, Aton, yes. for that mostly. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Good luck but- editing two hours of content. <laughs> We will. We'll just have a longer episode. We'll just have a long episode. It'll be fine. But thank you so much for sharing everything and being vulnerable. We really appreciate it. We really oh, thanks for having me. That was super fun. So you have Yeah, it's interesting. I feel like I didn't even say like that I feel like I, we didn't even cover like what I'm, where I'm at now, just like all that residual stuff. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, I, I feel like that often happens because yeah. we're like, it's like you start at the origin story and then it just takes a while to get to where you are now. And yeah. it's like, I really do want to know as a friend, but mm-hmm. we did, we did talk for two hours. Yeah, we did. No, I mean, for you, it, it, it's one of those things also where I feel like it's just not interesting to be like, yeah, eventually I kind of got okay with certain parts of it and let those parts become bigger parts than the parts I didn't like. And that feels yeah. like it's the answer for everybody. But, no, it is. That is interesting. And like, especially like our, our, our listeners, if they say something, they're like, we, that it's so many people who haven't taken like a huge step away. Like they don't, it's not just like an absolute no. So like having a complicated relationship with religion is like pretty much what this is all about. So even if it sounds like it's a boring conversation, that's what people are really resonating with. So. Makes sense. And other than that, um, there's only one thing left to say. Ready? Jesus would have called people whores on the internet. You know what? That's okay. We can be done. (laughs) Jesus would have called people whores. You said would. Oh. Jesus. I just said it fast. I don't want to enunciate. Jews have their, what, what, sorry, say it. Jesus wouldn't, wouldn't call people whores on the internet. Oh, that's nice. I like that. That's why I'm like, you know, if you're going to put Jesus behind your mean messages, just remember he was super freaking nice. Yeah. The, the Jewish version is shiksas are for practice, which is a thing that was said a bunch when I was in Israel. So is any, like any context on what that means? Or we just have to go look oh, it up. Oh, shiksa is a non-Jew. Oh, or for practice? Oh, that's <laughs> Jesus would have called people practice on the internet. <laughs> wow. Let that in. Let that let that well, I am, go and that's into it. Your Good night, everybody. Business.
again.